Well, welcome to the Helping Families Be Happy podcast, where we explore the often messy world of family love and relationships. I am your host for this podcast, Christopher Robbins, husband, father of nine, founder of Familius, fly fisherman, and outdoor enthusiast living in the beautiful California Central Valley. For the video of this podcast, please view it on the Familius YouTube channel. We welcome today's guest, Rachel Garahan. Now, Rachel is an author and personal growth facilitator offering unconventional tools for self-discovery through her mindfulness brand, Of It All. With an approach that is both easeful and effective, her guided journals, meditations, online courses, and in-person workshops empower individuals to reclaim space for themselves to pause, find clarity, and tap into the answers within. She is the author of Nine Months of Wonder, a monthly guide and journal prompts for the conscious mother-to-be. Today, we're talking about mindfulness for the new year. This podcast aligns with the familiar's habit, learn together, and read together. You can learn more about the familiar's 10 habits of happy families by going to the Habit Hub blog on familiar's.com. Rachel, welcome. Hi, Christopher. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, you bet. Now, I think now we became connected, uh, was it eight or even nine years ago? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think it was about that long ago because it was when I was pregnant with my first. (laughs) Yeah, and he's eight now. (laughs) Got jobs living on their own. (laughs) Oh, gosh, not yet. Soon. (laughs) Okay, well, we're talking about mindfulness for the new year. Now, help us understand what is, I mean, it's a word that maybe is even overused. Help us understand what is mindfulness? So mindfulness for me, there are a lot of different definitions, a lot of different ancient practices having to do with mindfulness. But the way that I think about it is pretty simple. I just think about it as a pause, an observant pause. And when I think about mindfulness as applied to everyday life, it's really simple. It's as simple as waking up to what's in front of us in order to more fully appreciate and enjoy it and receive whatever is there. Okay. Now, so that's that's your definition and, and an example. Help us understand how you use mindfulness in your own work. You're an artist. Yeah. Yeah. So mindfulness in my own work, it's a constant. Um, so originally when I started my brand of it all, I said tools for self-awareness and self-awareness as well as mindfulness. You know, they're they're kind of these catch-all phrases for a lot of different things. But for me, this self-awareness has to do with catching ourselves. I offer a free email course on my website called Attuned that walks through these steps of how to catch ourselves in the moment, when we're having a feeling, when we're having a judgmental thought, when we're feeling frustrated with our kids, when we wake up and we're not sure how we want to spend our day. Those are all opportunities to catch ourselves and notice what's here for me, what's coming up. How can I dig deeper into this thought, into this feeling, into this perception, into this emotion in order to more fully understand what message it's offering to me? And through that practice, we are being mindful, whether it's a what we would frame as a positive emotion or a negative emotion. I believe that we're here really to experience this full spectrum of emotion. So even though we might call something as positive or negative, in my perception, it's it's all good. 
right? Even if we're feeling something that's uncomfortable or something we might typically think of as a bad feeling like frustration or anger or disappointment, those are still opportunities for mindfulness and to say, hey, I'm feeling frustrated for this reason or disappointed for this reason. What is here for me and how can I more fully embrace that and Mm -hmm. use it to my advantage for growth or for acceptance? It sounds like from what you're saying, mindfulness is an opportunity to pause, maybe stop, take time to think, step back and say, what can I learn from what I'm experiencing right now and these emotions? It sounds like it's really a lot about this is it mindfulness about what we can learn from whatever's happening to us, challenges or something we we're really enjoying. Take advantage of it. You said it beautifully. <laughs> you said it beautifully. And I have four words that I think of sort of like a cycle. And they're pause, listen, act, become. And that sort of sums up what we're saying as well is when we pause, we can listen, we can understand what's coming up and it can inform the action that we take next. And when we take that next action, it allows us to kind of become that whatever it is that our inner wisdom, inner guidance, authentic self whatever that person is driving us towards. And that's kind of the meaning of of it all, right? The point of it all, the root of it all, the heart of it all, the soul of it all. It's kind of taking all of those things and moving into a conscious direction. And so I think I changed my tagline from tools for self-awareness to tools for accessing our own inner wisdom, because that self-awareness links back to knowledge that I believe is guiding our entire lives, right? That when we're feeling frustrated, when we're feeling annoyed, when we're feeling happy, excited, those are all pieces of information that are there to help us take the next step. What do we need to know so that we can then act on it? If we're feeling resentful, do we need to voice something? If we're feeling disappointed, what does it feel like to feel that? What does it remind us of? And then what do we need in order to feel a little bit better? Okay, so that's that's wonderful. Now, I'm understanding that you help people improve their ability to be more mindful, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to give you an example. So last night, I'm driving home with my daughters and my son, and the daughters are twins. I'm in the car, and I don't remember what one daughter says or what one says, but the other daughter is in the front seat. She just goes off, and she's, <laughs> being, she goes off, and she's being kind of rude. And so I got after her and I said, you know, you don't need to speak this way. What I found out later was that she had had a really, a really bad experience in a class from which I picked her up. So her response to her siblings in the car was really not, it was really a response to what she had experienced earlier and she was really frustrated. So this morning I came up to her and said, you know, I, yesterday we had this experience and I clearly didn't fully understand your frustration and what you had gone through. And I apologize for that. I should have been better at listening. So now I bet you so many people, whether they have children, whether in a business relationship, whether they their partner, they have an experience where they just needed to be able to connect better. So help me understand, what could I have done differently there? Yeah, so in that moment, Well, first of all, I think you did the best thing we can ever do, which is go back and repair, right? Sometimes that 
that self-awareness or consciousness doesn't happen in the moment because we're feeling flooded by a lot of different feelings and we need to wait until we're lying in bed at night or having a quiet moment where we can reflect and then kind of go back and, and do all of this retroactively. So the first thing is I think you already did the perfect thing. But in the moment, if we have the space to catch ourselves as it's happening and saying, wow, my daughter's being, she's going off, she's being disrespectful, she's saying something that I worry isn't socially kind or whatever it is that you're thinking in your mind. It's like, what does that bring up? What what story does that bring up? What does that remind you of? Where does that take you to? What was instilled in you? as well as your most recent environment. Did you just get off a really stressful call? Have you not eaten all day? Have the kids just been like yelling for a week straight and you're sick of it? There are all of these other things that play into our own reactions. So it's pausing and being aware to listen to the other person, but also being aware to listen to ourselves and saying, I do this to my kids all the time. And it's like, I just need a snack. Like, actually, I could have managed your frustration much better had I been a little more well-nourished. And what I'm going to do in the future is like keep some snacks in the car before I pick up the kids so I can just like, at least I've had some cashews, right? Or it's to say, wow, this really reminds me of when I was a kid and my parents said, X, Y, Z, you're not allowed to speak to me that way or you're not allowed to speak to your siblings and that's the right way to act and therefore that's the right way I think my kids should act. but the world is different now. Do I still adhere to that? Do I still believe that? Do I still agree with that idea? So there's so many different layers that you can dig into. And I think it just is like the one that feels most powerful to you when you kind of go through the different layers and, and think to yourself, Ooh, yeah, that, that hit. That's one that I think I'm going to think about a little bit more. Well, there's a lot that you said there that I'm sure that we can take in to be better. I think my, my response is on the proverb, a soft answer turneth away wrath. And I, I probably, for me, I could just say, you know, well, I don't think you're, what you're saying, how you're saying it's very polite. Is there something else that we should know? Right? You know, yes. maybe, maybe we just need time. Anyway, thank you. Now, let's talk about gratitude. I think you've mentioned to me that that mindfulness can relate to gratitude or gratitude can relate to mindfulness. I'm not sure which direction it goes. So help us understand your opinion on that. Yes. So this cop, so I have a gratitude journal. It's called Vessel. And I created this journal really out of my own frustrations with the idea of gratitude. This I at the time, I think this was 2008 or 2009. And gratitude was really this idea of making a bulleted list. How many things can you write down that you're grateful for? And at this time in my life, I was in my early 20s. I wished I had a bigger, you know, we can all relate with all the things that we wish we had different, or parties I wish I was going to, or pools that didn't exist. And um, I was really focused on the negative. So I created this framework to try and figure out basically which parts of my life needed work and how I could improve them so that I could be happier. And I wrote out each part of my life. And I'll, I'm circling back to your question. I wrote out each section of my life, right? There's There was health and wellness. There was relationship. There was business and finances. There's spirit and nature and creativity and learning. And as I wrote through kind of all the things that were happening in my life, I couldn't help but notice that even though I was focused on some areas that I felt weren't going the way I wanted them to, there were a lot of other areas that were going the way I wanted them to. So this framework, it looks kind of like 
an arch of sections of all areas of our life was something that I started doing weekly. And the way that gratitude relates to mindfulness is rather than just making a bulleted list of I'm grateful for my health, I'm grateful for my family, I'm grateful for sunshine, kind of these things that I couldn't really connect to in the moment. I would say, what happened this week that I'm really grateful for? How can I be mindful of what is present in my life today? And wow, I'm really grateful that the air has changed to be a little bit cooler. I'm really grateful that it's pomegranate season. I'm really grateful for this like new shampoo that I got. And I like love the smell of it, right? They're little things, they're big things, they're simple things. I'm really grateful that I was, you know, went to my friend's birthday dinner the other night. I'm really, they were things that I could really tap into because they were, they were relevant to me in the moment. And as I started doing this week by week, it was really fascinating to see how abundance in different areas of my life was always shifting, right? One week I would have a, you know, a lot of new clients and really exciting projects. And the next week I might have no work, but I have spaciousness to work on other creative projects or whatnot. It kind of went like that. So I printed it, I published it, I turned it into this journal and I use it every week as a way to check in with myself and really be mindful of what life is presenting to me. And I find that when I get really personal and really um, present in the moment, I feel so much more authentically grateful. And then it informs what I need to do next. So if I'm noticing that my health and wellness bucket is totally empty, and I can say there is a section of, of guided questions as well. And it's like, what is my soul craving? What am I needing? And it's like, well, I'm really feeling like I need some time in nature and to move my body. And then I do that. And then I'm able to write it in the next week's section of something I'm feeling really grateful for, that beautiful, nourishing hike in nature. Yeah, so that's how I relate this to I agree with you. You know, as our audience has heard, a couple of times a week I do yoga. I'm not very good at it, but I have my little 15 to 20 minute yoga routine for my age. And as I'm doing my yoga, particularly as when I'm doing just sitting, <laughs> meditating after my positions, I look out the window. And I say, I'm grateful for those trees. I'm grateful I can hear that bird sing. I'm grateful for the fresh air. I'm grateful that I can see that river. And I find that as I do that, it is such a calming experience. It, you, feel, you feel calm. You feel grateful. So you're, and, and I guess that's a mindfulness experience. I'm being mindful of what, what exists. And, and that gratitude can then expand out into the world around us and help make a better world. So whether it's your yourself, your family, you know, the society at large, there's so many opportunities to be grateful. And in today's society, it seems like there's so much negativity. We need yes. we need a significant dose of gratitude every day. <laughs> You're a hundred percent right, and I think you just touched on something really important. So the tagline of Vessel is a gratitude journal to fill your own cup. We have to fill our own cup. We have to be responsible for looking in the areas in which our life is abundant because if we're waiting for things to happen externally, to be invited to that party, for there to finally be a sunny day, for us to get that windfall of money, we might be disappointed for a long time. But if we can notice all the things we do have, it starts to open that flow. Like you were saying, it's not just about the bulleted list, but it's the birds and the wind and the trees, like all of a sudden it's like builds momentum and it gets easier and easier to think of things you're grateful for and see things that you're 
excited about, and it really creates a new reality. Very good and inspiring. Now, if our guests wanted to learn about mindfulness from you, where should they find you? Yes, thank you. My website is called ofitall.com. It's of-it-all.com. I have a free email course on there called Attuned, and it's four weeks of, of guided emails and practices. My Instagram is ofitall.com or at ofitall, and it's an of.it.all. A little confusing. And then through our books, we have a beauty collected, which we did together. And that's a beautiful way to connect with kids through mindfulness about the world around us. And we have nine months of wonder, which is coming out soon, which is a beautiful way to tap into mindfulness during pregnancy and that whole experience. And then my gratitude journal vessel is on my website as well. And remind us your website is called? Of of it all, of dash it dash all.com. Okay, great. Of dash it dash (laughs) all.com. Of it all was taken. Before we leave, is there anything else you want to say to help us be mindful this next year? remember to take a pause anytime you can, even if it's once in the day, even if it's once in the week, anytime that you can just remember to take a deep breath and pause what's notice and pause to notice what's true for you in the moment. It's going to be a quantum leap in awareness that you can do it again and again and catch yourself in all the moments of your life. Wonderful. Thank you. Now, As we conclude today's podcast, I'd like to thank Familius for their support in bringing this podcast to your ears and your heart. We'd be thrilled if you subscribed to the podcast and left us a review. And when you're ready for that next amazing book adventure, we'd be honored if you chose a book from Familius one step at a time, being mindful each day, we can make the world a happier place.